0: They already had Grogu maybe in some back classroom working on him and then when, you know, little Jake Lloyd shows up in the council chamber, they're like, not another one. Please, God, no. Because this little shit is evil.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. Welcome back to New Rockstars, guys. The Mandalorian season two has been hinting at a dark turn for the child Grogu. So everyone who got a Baby Yoda tattoo is maybe thinking twice about that now. And everybody who named their kid Daenerys, well, they already <laughs> regret that. I'm Marina Mastros and this is Rogue Theory, the show that brings you the nerdy hot takes on the topics that you can't stop talking about. With me today to go rogue is new Rockstar's own Jedi. Eric Voss, everybody,
0: yes. Oh, hello, hello. I don't think I'm a Jedi anymore. Uh, I don't care what they say. I walked away from that order as soon as they said I couldn't get a piercing. (laughs)
1: That was the line, that was the hard line. And we are lucky to have writer and Anastasia enthusiast Laura Siracool here as well, yes. Hey, thanks for
2: having me, I'm so
1: excited. And you're gonna make Eric look like a piece of shit just because uh-huh. you know so much more than he does.
0: And you don't have to work that hard. I'm already starting at like, <laughs> par is, is shit for me, I think.
1: <laughs> oh, guys, and please give a very warm welcome to my friend, pre-New Rockstars, pre-anything, pre-anything, guys, pre-anything. Matt That's Acevedo, right. yes! Hello,
3: everybody! Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We're
1: gonna have a good time. This, it's gonna be a lot of fun. This is yeah. Matt's first time on New Rockstars, right?
0: That's right, welcome. Yeah. That's Matt, this is exciting to so have much. you on in the New Thanks. Rockstar's cinematic universe.
1: It
3: can be that's universe.
1: Right. This, this is a, a
3: pretty, we got a lot to talk about in this one. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Matt is right. So chapter 14 of The Mandalorian ends with the artist formerly known as Baby Yoda <laughs> in the hands of Moff Gideon and force choking some stormtroopers, like a less cuddly version of the little guy <laughs> we've all grown to love. He's doing honestly a really good job of it. Like he's like, they're like little puppets and he's just throwing them against the wall. And yeah. 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 Maybe it's bad, but you guys, when I was watching it, I was like, get him,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Smash! (laughs) Which is,
1: like, not what we want. But... Uh. From what we've learned in the series, this is no average Jedi student. Grogu might be Anakin or Luke level force powerful. And the show is clearly teasing us with whether or not he's going to end up on the light or the dark side. So let's assume the worst for today. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Because it is 2020 after all. Uh, So you guys, each of you pitch me on how Grogu's transition to the dark side will go down. I want to start with Eric.
0: Okay, okay. Um, So just for the sake of argument today, I I love that we are assuming the worst. Let us also (laughs) assume that we have been in the darkest timeline the whole time. Yeah. Because here's what I'm thinking right now. I think Grogu may have already been demonstrating the traits of dark side tendencies from the beginning Mm -hmm. and that is why the Jedi council was so hesitant to train Anakin as a Jedi to begin with they refused to make him a Jedi master and why most other Jedi didn't know about Grogu he could have been kept away from the other Jedi in the temple as a precaution because this little shit is evil (laughs) Uh, and they already had Grogu maybe in some back classroom working on him and then when you know little Jedi Lloyd shows up in the council chamber, they're like, Not another one, please, God, no. So that could be why Grogu now in the Mandalorian, he's hasn't been in Jedi hands nor the Empire hands at the uh, start of this show. He has just been like, put him away somewhere. And that's why maybe throughout the Mandalorian, we've seen evidence of this, right? He force choked Cara Dune and that freaked us out. Uh, Mm -hmm. And now he's force choking and thrashing around these stormtroopers. He ate these eggs. He didn't know whether they were fertilized or not. He just gobbled them up. So I think what's going to happen, I uh, think Grogu's dark side is going to fully emerge in the finale of the season of The Mandalorian as he watches a duel between Mando and Moff Gideon, and he's going to fulfill that promise that Moff Gideon said of, you're likely to poke an eye out with one of these things and turn that dark saber on Moff Gideon. Whoa! Uh, so he, Grogu's I just watching- that. Yeah. yeah, he's just—he's yeah. he's watching this this uh, climactic duel go down. Gideon gets the upper hand on Mando, uh, and then his hand starts to shake. The dark saber lifts out of his hand, but because Grogu's such a badass with this thing, he can keep it ignited as it turns back on him. You know, kind of like yeah. Magneto with yeah. the guns and X Men, uh, and it goes back and it goes into his eye socket. Yeah. <laughs> now. now Keep him alive? Why
1: would you be that specific? Nobody
2: made. I laugh because I'm morbid like that. I'm like, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah.
3: Do we (laughs) give him a cybernetic eye, or is this he's dead? Or is he just See, that's a
0: That's a good question, Matt, because I don't know if I want Giancarlo Esposito to die yet. I yeah. do want him to have some freak injury. But like we saw with Vinic Shan, she got some cybernetic abs, yeah. some, pss, mm-hmm. pss, some steampunk, you know, there's bellows going out. <laughs> yeah. It was nuts. Uh, and Anakin, like he suffered a far worse fate, one could argue, uh, you know, yeah. on yeah. the dunes of Mustafar. So if he can come back from that, I'm not can come back from this. Um, now, but I don't think it's going to end there. I think that just like how the saber went into Rey's hand in The Force Awakens, that it's going to go yeah. right into Grogu's hand. And then, uh, you know, they're all going to be like, okay, kid, uh, great, yeah. hand it yeah. back to us. Bo-Katan's going to be like, yes, that's mine. That is my family's. <laughs> and uh, uh, Grogu's just going to be like, uh, uh. <laughs> and he is going to wield it on them because he's freaking out. He's got uh, the dark side flowing through him. In fact, Ahsoka is going to be like, "God damn it! I knew this is going to happen." Yeah. So, you know, she's going to be fighting this kid, but he's got—it's like trying to pitch for um, a batter who is too short. He's got no yeah. strike yeah. range, so she's going to be like, "God, how do I get this thing?" It's going to be like Dooku versus uh, Yoda all over again. Uh, he's going to oh be bouncing God. all over the place. Eventually, Mando is going to be like, "Enough!" And he's going to have to give his own life to show this child the meaning of true selflessness. Uh, and that is going to be the thing that wakes up Grogu from his uh, his evil state. Uh, that's beautiful watching man. his his uh, beloved <laughs> caretaker. Eye oh in front of his eyes oh my God. Um, Now I, I just think you know Tommy and I talked about this on on Leaves last week I think we could be setting up for Mando death Only because it is Called the Mandalorian he is a, a Masked character and that Mandalorian Could be a, a disambiguous thing And refer to lots of characters on this show uh, In his dying words he could say now You are the Mandalorian going forward And it's like kind of a, a dying wish That Bo-Katan and Ahsoka Fill they become like kind of co uh, Caretakers to the, this child and bo katan as the mandalorian as the heiress says uh i will train him in the way this is the way and ahsoka will promise to prevent him from going in her way the way of the jedi so that would make the mandalorian live on in the child and the mandalorian live on in bo katan i mean that's great
2: wow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: that's great man
2: yeah, when you said uh, Gorgu was going to be running around between legs, I was thinking Benny Hill music. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yeah. <you> know, like, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, <was> really fun. <laughs> Mostly we want
1: this to be a comedy. Yes.
0: Yeah. Right. It's, I, I know a lot of people are like, no, no way they're going to kill off Pedro Pascal's character on this show. Is that really who you identify with? Some people say, yes, I think it, you need to keep Grogu on the show. He Absolute. is the face oh, of the my. show.
3: Yeah. You don't identify with Lone Walker? Mo <laughs> yeah, Walker, Eric. brooding, mysterious. Yeah. I identify uh-huh. with that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I like that a lot. Um I like that a lot, Eric. For for that reason and because you're willing to take a risk. Like you're saying like this is going Game of Thrones like style, right? Like mm-hmm. no character mm-hmm. is safe. We could get rid of the Mandalorian, right? And and there are other Mandalorians on the show that we could follow and it would still be, like you said, the name of the show. I also mm-hmm. like that you made um Baby Yoda. I'm still gonna call him Baby Yoda, come on. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah KB story fit in with the prequels and the whole lore pre-Anakin. Like he existed before he was dark before Anakin came. And that's the reason that they treated Anakin the way that they did because mm-hmm. of him, which I like because it's not just, oh, we have to make this make sense. So we're going to throw it in here. And it's part of the, the, the sequential things that have already happened, like don't get any more depth or they don't change in any way. But because of this, the way you describe it, it actually gives everything a lot more meaning and more layers to it. Okay, so Eric, you get uh, two rogies. And what they are is um, little sugar skulls, (gasps) little candies. Um, So you you get them. Yep, they're there.
0: Whoa! Um, (laughs)
1: And Eric, if you say anything that I don't like, then I'll just eat them. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, then you just eat more. Totally <laughs> <Okay.
2: laughs> are candy. Um, great! Who wants to go next? Okay, so this is my theory that I have. Uh, of course, um, we saw a little bit of the dark side in um, Baby Yoda. I'm just gonna go Baby Yoda because Gorgu is really hard yeah. for me to say. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> we saw a little bit of the dark side, and so did Ahsoka. But I don't blame him. I think he was hiding when uh, Anakin killed off all his friends. So I think he was hiding somewhere. So I don't blame him for being dark because it's like, oh my god, all my friends are murdered. So <laughs> I, I feel like, okay, he's a little bit upset. And he he's like, he's mad about that. So what I believe will happen, there's gonna be a showdown between Moff Gideon with his with his Darksaber and then um, Mando with his spear. I feel like Moff Gideon's gonna stab Din with his own uh, spear. And it's gonna whoa, be in the tunnel, whoa. it's gonna go through. And you say it's gonna be the tummy? It's gonna be the tummy because of this. So it's gonna be the tummy and he's gonna fall <laughs> off, like fall, fall, the spear comes off, he falls. He's gonna survive because of robo-tummy. We oh. got to oh. see robo-tummy. robo-tummy in Fennel. Sean. she had a little robo Wait, wait, oh wait, you're calling
0: Fennec Shan's name in your headcanon is robo-tummy? I love that. Yeah,
2: yeah. So <laughs> yeah that's great. She's, she's gonna have a robo-tummy. So yeah, yeah. I feel like that's foreshadowing that, you know, that's a way that we could save Mando from Moth Gideon. Yeah. so so baby Yoda thinks that oh my god my dad mm. my dad got like stabbed oh no like and he 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 dead and so <laughs> so i feel like okay that's when it's going to break for him he's going to or pick up the spear and stab mm. And, and kind of put it into Gideon. And then Gideon's mm-hmm. going to fall. I uh, don't know if Gideon's going to die or not. Because, you know, we never know. And uh, you have to use Juan Carlo many times. Because he's amazing. Yeah, really he's amazing. He needs yeah. to win that Emmy for once. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah And yeah. so I feel like he, he'll stab that. And then that will activate his blood. Because they, they already took his blood. So that's kind of like the key that they needed to make oh. the clones that they wanted. So, and it creates like Snoke so I feel like that's the project that they're using and we're gonna see that the second season where we're gonna see more of the clonings and the clones get activated uh, because Baby Yoda was activated like the Sith side came and it kind of turned up sparks something because it's mixed with Palpatine so no! so I, I, feel, cool. I feel like we're basically gonna see how Baby Yoda activates the clones uh, the clones of snokes. Whoa. So, that's sick. And baby Yoda's going to be tired. He's going to pass out and then they're going to collect him and they're going to be like, "Oh, what are we going to do with this?" And so that's <laughs> that's how they're going to keep him for the next season like alive and not be dark side. They're going to be like, "Oh shit, he activated something. We need to figure this out." So their next season will be focused on on preventing with the clones.
1: I love that. I love that because in my head I see the scene—it's—it's—it's all, it's all, it's not gonna look like this, but in my head, in my head. <laughs> they're tapping on the glass. In that, it's like a couple episodes ago, <laughs> they show the the like clones that didn't work, and they're tapping on the glass, and they're like, "How come can, we can't get these clones to work?" And then. <laughs> Moff Gideon has Baby Yoda, he turns to the dark side, he's like, eyes glow red, they won't, but in my head they do. And then as soon as Baby Yoda turns to the dark side, all the clones are like, woah, and they all like turn on and wake up. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, they all yeah. just no... eat a bunch of eggs and just go. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. like nude Snoke in the tank is just like, mm, and like turns yeah. and some flashes everyone. They're like, ah, no, 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 no. Yeah
1: it? <laughs> what? So what is it that's so great um Laura I'm gonna give you two two rogues, two little sugar skulls so you can uh, take them and, and eat them so I'm keeping track of your guys' score and are you are
0: you eating the scores
1: I'm also eating them so okay yeah Eric, you're one point down <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> um, Matt what do you think
3: all right I'm very excited guys these are both amazing theories by the way and I love them I love them yeah all right so hear me out. Um, they're pulling a lot from That's rebels.
1: That's enough, Matt. I will hear
3: you out. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, thanks, guys. That's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: I'm kidding. Uh,
3: so like, I, they've been pulling a lot from rebels, and you know the Clone War series and everything like that. So I think that. It's going to be Thrawn is going to be the one who actually turns uh, Grogu to the dark side. And oh. here's why. Okay. Here is why. Okay. So I'm kind of following the same kind of formula that you guys have talked about as well. It's going to be, you know, right now the, the Moff Gideon has already begun the process of turning Grogu to the dark side by yeah. by having him lash out in fear and anger. Those are key mm-hmm. elements to, uh-huh. uh, you know, to, to lashing out with that kind of power. So yeah. he, he's already begun the process. You know, Mando and his crew are going to come rescue you grogu uh there is going to be a super cool showdown with yeah. the besker spear and the dark saber and mando and um uh, moff gideon and they're going to be throwing down probably they're going to be lava it's going to be really cool <laughs> <Probably> <laughs> gonna be lava. yeah it's going to be really cool but din is going to lose he'll probably get stabbed and he's gonna be left on the floor uh and and before moff gideon gets the final blow uh grogu is going to force choke moff gideon and almost kill him but mando is going to step in as a fatherly figure because he doesn't want his newborn new child uh, i guess yeah. to kill somebody so he's like yeah. this is not the way no there's a better way this, this is the way
1: this is not the way <laughs> yes so
3: <laughs> so he will leave he's going to leave moff gideon but he's going to be defeated and they're going to he's going to get the child manda's gonna get the child they're going to leave with grogu yeah. um yeah. but but then we're going to see a post credit scene where Moff Gideon is, is actually talking to the big bad in charge of all of these Soul Star Destroyers and that oh. is going to be of Thrawn because where did Thrawn go after Rebels? I think he's Wait. been planning this this whole time uh, and Thrawn's going to like, be like very interesting. He's going to like what he sees. He's going to like the progress and it's like he's progressing well uh, which leads to the next season because Thrawn thinks in order to fully turn him to the dark side, he sees the relationship between Mando and and Grogu that he thinks that they need to build a tighter bond so he can like rip Mando away from him which will fully have him lash out even more so. I think that's just still the beginning steps and at that point that's when Thrawn's going to step in and like uh seduce him with the powers of, you know, the dark side and stuff like that. So that's why wow. I think it's going to turn.
1: Wow. That's cool.
0: Yeah. I love Thrawn being the uh the man behind the curtain behind the man behind the curtain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right?
3: Right? I think it's really yeah. cool and I think that I'm gonna say this for the next argument. Never mind. I'm gonna say this for the next (laughs) topic.
0: Oh, leaving us one more. It's gonna tie
3: in. It's gonna be really cool.
0: Okay. (laughs) Thrawn is a blue skinned, red eyed dude. He was an imperial admiral. And apparently
2: he's like a daddy, too. Like, not like a daddy, daddy, but looks like a daddy, daddy, you know? (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, like, a, he's a hot daddy. Like, he's he's like, a hot daddy. Like, people daddy. want like fast bender to play <laughs> like, him, there's so
2: many things play him. If you Google yeah, like, if sex. you Google, yeah, Thaw and yeah. Daddy, people are like, mm, Daddy.
3: He's he is, oh yeah, he's, he's a blue daddy man. Yeah, yeah. for real. Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> John, you must keep that part in.
3: You gotta really see the it. comic. Keep it. In, the comics, yeah, in the comic, he's like, he's like <laughs> oh my god, yeah, he's <laughs> like, vest, he's like mm. Sleepless vest, like yeah. new s- reboot of Samurai Jack where he's like all rugged and like ripped, you know? That's like Yeah, he
0: he looks me. like a uh, a member of a Duran Duran's like roadie crew. Yeah, yeah, oh
2: it's <laughs> like a sexy blue man group.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone's like, turn me, turn me, turn to the dark side <laughs> that's so funny um okay great Matt I like that it makes it seem like or it makes it goes back and it retroactively says like okay everything that Moff Gideon has been doing mm. has been sanctioned by Thrawn even if Moff Gideon didn't know his exact plan like he sees like okay this kid is turning he's not just using him for his blood which is like kind of something that a lower ranking person would would want to do and just think like short term like oh he's yeah. he's we just want his blood like there's nothing else to be had from him But like a person who's planning for the future, like what Eric was saying, like if he did want to build his own army, like he would keep him around because he's more of an asset that way. So that makes sense to me. Yeah, and also he's a blue daddy, so. Mm -hmm.
3: Blue daddy, baby. (laughs) We want him
1: involved.
2: (laughs) We want him involved. Um, His
3: new fleet refers to him as Thrawn daddy. Yeah. Thrawn
2: daddy? Yeah, everyone calls him Thrawn daddy. Oh my God, I can't, where have I been? Where have I been? If you um, Google it, you'll see the fan art. It's amazing.
1: I'm yeah. go- going to do that right now. <laughs> uh, Matt, for introducing me to to Thrawn, Daddy, you get three. Ooh, <laughs> Rogies. There you uh, go.
0: Thank you. Oh my gosh!
1: Nom,
3: nom, nom, nom,
0: Delicioso. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um
0: uh now before we continue with the rest of the episode, uh I'm gonna take the wheel here to talk about some people who helped us make this episode, starting with our friends at me undies. Everything's a little tougher in 2020, including the holidays, we will carve out some me time and soften the holiday stress by giving gifts from our friends at me undies. Their micromodal is not only super soft, but breathable light, impossibly cozy, get all your gifting done from home and gift new undies, PJ sets, slippers, and everything else you need to have a stress free and comfortable holiday. I recently got a pair of their lounge pants and they are the perfect winter indoor wear. Like luxuriously soft and comfy. I'm basically a professional <laughs> lounger now and we're getting paid to lounge. Thanks, me undies. Uh, <laughs> and you can gift a membership with a Me Undies gift card. Their membership is a subscription that sends new pairs right to their door so they never have to run out of undies again. With site-wide savings and exclusive sales, they automatically pay less for everything. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get your 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash rockstars. That's MeUndies.com slash rockstars. We also want to thank our friends at Manscaped for helping us make this episode. Look, Look, even if you're a 50 year old child like Grogu, you got some fur in places all over that body and you shouldn't have to cover it in a weird little baby robe. Uh, some of us feel like babies our entire lives, until we get some uncomfortable fur and that's where Manscaped comes in and saves you because Manscaped has the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer it helps prevent nicks and cuts so you don't end up looking like you got into a darksaber fight that nicked and snagged and cut things you didn't want cut the new lawnmower 3.0 is waterproof with advanced skin safe technology even has a light to help you shave everywhere so you don't have to use the light of a lightsaber when you're doing it it's not safe to put that in certain places they've also got the new weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer to make sure your mustache stays nice and trim and looking fine just like grief cargas does because you know that guy knows how to scape now if you have uh, smelly feet manscaped uh, can also help with that. They got a foot duster, foot deodorant made to fight odor on even the funkiest of feet. If you want to smell good everywhere, the refined cologne by Manscaped is a clean and fresh scent designed for the refined gentleman. Get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Rogue Theory at Manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code Rogue Theory. Be sure to join the Manscaped movement and keep that hair from groguing. <laughs>
1: There you go. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, and lastly, we want to thank our friends at ExpressVPN. No matter which side of the is Die Hard a Christmas movie or not debate you stand on, one thing is definitely true. Die Hard isn't on Netflix in the United States. Tis the season to be thankful though, you can access the Netflix library where Die Hard is actually available with ExpressVPN. I did just that to access German Netflix, <laughs> which is <laughs> ironic because the villains of that movie are totes German, but they love that. Because it is on their Netflix. It's super easy. All you got to do, you fire up the ExpressVPN app and you change your location, refresh Netflix, and that's it. it Thanks, you're in Germany, and you get access to that stuff. ExpressVPN changes your IP address so you can control where sites think you're located. Choose from almost 100 different countries. Just think about all the Netflix libraries you can get access to. And of course, it's not just for Die Hard. You can use ExpressVPN to access thousands of new titles on Netflix, Disney+, BBC, PCI player, you name it. ExpressVPN is ridiculously fast for streaming movies. There's never any buffering, and it always streams in 4K or HD expressvpn is also compatible with all your devices you can watch what you want on the go or on the big screen yippee-ki-yay
2: what?
0: and if you visit my special link right now at expressvpn.com slash rogue you can get an extra three months of expressvpn for free on a one-year package support this show watch what you want and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash rogue
1: good job eric
0: thanks well mom said. well said
1: Okay, just for right now, I'm in Japan. My computer's in Japan. I changed my IP address. Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay, we are on to our second topic of rogue theory. So, teased, at the end of the first episode of this season, Boba Fett showed up in all his badass bounty hunter glory in last week's episode, reclaimed his papa's armor, and now is in the Grogu rescue crew with Mando, Fennec Shand, and maybe others. Did you guys see that tweet? I don't know who it's from. We'll have to like find it to credit that person, but they said like the Mandalorian is just a show about a guy who can't stop making best friends.
3: I did see that. He's <laughs> literally, <sweet>. literally <laughs> every shonen jumper yeah. Protagonist out there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I saw that and that's I was so like, mm, that's right. Yeah. So Boba Fett's character is really one of only a handful to span both the prequel series and the original trilogy. So you have to imagine we're going to get to see a lot more of him before he goes away. Like we would mm-hmm. be screaming at our TVs and throwing things at Disney, at Disney's ghost, I guess, his ghost. Mm-hmm. Um. So you guys, now that we have him, now that we have him back and we got to see explosions happened behind him and he was like doing all kinds of tricks and we had the <laughs> laser thing that comes down and he was like pow, 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 pow. Mm-hmm. it was so cool. What are we going to see in the future with Boba Fett? What do you guys think? Matt.
3: Y'all <laughs> <laughs> Matt. I'm, this one's Love I'm I'm going to get some enemies here. (laughs) Boba Fett is going to die. Oh, no. This is the end. (laughs) We're seeing the end of his story right now. He didn't get to... So
1: everything I just said not true.
3: (laughs) Well, 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 I think we... Because I think the series is going to start from where he left off in the Sarlacc pit to now, and it's going to fill that gap, and this is his ending. We see him, like, like, look, look. And I'm going to (laughs) explain just how it happens, too. I'm going to explain just how it happens. I got (laughs) to preface it by saying, look, Boba Fett... Well, it's a, just a, let's be real. Boba Fett was just a grunt, dude. He was just like, like a grunt. He was hired by the Imperials. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he didn't really do anything that cool unless you're playing like the Boba Fett video game, which might've been Django Fett. I don't remember. And I don't <laughs> care. All I know is that. I'm
1: not
3: going to call you out. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it might've been Django Fett, but I don't remember. All I know is that like this dude outside of like, in like, in the main canon, he doesn't really done anything that cool. He looks cool. He looks dope, but like, <laughs> like you put him next to Din, and Din is such a more yeah, like yeah. fleshed-out character. We care about him. Like, he's not even Mandalorian, dude. He's a clone of Django Vet, who's like not Mandalorian. He's like a faux Mandalorian or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they explained that whole thing too, because he was like, "Why would I give you your armor back when you're not my shit?"
3: Yeah, dude. So I think this is like, and I'm gonna explain exactly how it's because this is him going out in a blaze of glory. He's badass okay. he's getting his moment now and we're yeah. gonna see him being a badass up to this moment but it's they're gonna be pressed down by moff gideon's dark troopers on on their ship uh they're like oh no what are we gonna do and he's gonna think back he's like oh man this guy's trying to save his 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 basically adopted son i gotta i gotta <laughs> give him a chance i gotta give him a chance so he's gonna be like hey take the slave one his sh- he's like this sh- the ship's yeah. yours and he's gonna walk out with like grenades activate them all over it, and walk over and just like cl- close the door behind them. and it's gonna oh. blow himself up with all the dark Whoa. troopers and he's gonna give oh. mando mando his the slave one because uh his ship got blown up yeah, yeah so he's gonna have the slave one and fly around with in, in that uh and then and then <laughs> as i said before how Moth gideon right moff gideon yeah he he, he does in my version he doesn't die. He almost dies just stroke and they leave. But because Boba Fett blows up, Moff Gideon's yeah. gonna get that freaking Mandalorian armor, and he's gonna mock up his own thing, and he's gonna be like an even bigger threat in season three.
1: Whoa. How dare
3: I know is. right now
0: so <laughs> many people hate me, and that's okay. No. <laughs> that's okay.
1: Not here, buddy. This is a safe space. No. no. Yeah, the second no. half
0: of the no. episode, no one's watching. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true though the only person I ever gave shit to is Eric yeah. uh, this is, that, that's great I actually like that because even though even though people are gonna be mad at you right they're gonna be like yeah. there's no way they brought him back just to have him die in this season blah blah but you fix that because you let him go out in a blaze of glory yeah and dude and he's gonna be the only reason that Mando lives and, and Baby Yoda escapes so like they can't be that mad thank you thank
3: you guys and like I said this is just a take
0: so it's it's okay it's okay
3: I have a different favorite character it's okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Matt I'm giving you uh, an additional rogi it's going in your pile (laughs) so far you're in the lead Um, so
2: Laura you can take that lead away what do you think first off Matt how dare you second (laughs) how dare Uh, you how dare you (laughs) anyway i was ready for this (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) i'm gonna give uh boba fett a different a different um ending because he is my favorite drink um okay (laughs) so this man has been through so much okay he got like taken over by a sarlacc pit he lost his stuff to jawas so i feel like this character just needs to rest a little bit but also Mm -hmm. this is din's story we're not gonna see him Come along with the in the adventure because this is Din's story. He is the Mandalorian. So I mm. believe that at first he's gonna be like they save the child. He, they're gonna he's gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna just rest and everything. But because of my clone theory, he's gonna see the clones and get triggered because he is from he is an unaltered an clone, and he was yeah. am, of of among clones. <laughs> And so he's gonna have flashbacks of like his time when he was training with the clones of his father. He is gonna be triggered to kind of either destroy the clones that the empires are creating, the empires creating, or free them because he understands Mm. it understands that. So what we know, yeah. So I feel like he's we're gonna go with their separate ways. So I feel like Bo-Katan's gonna do her Mandalore stuff. Um, Din is is gonna. Have the child with his robot's tummy and try to figure out <laughs> figure out what he Robot tummy. He's gonna figure out what he's gonna do with this child to kinda of prevent it from fully going Sith. Like he always makes friends, but they always go their own way. Yeah, and then we come yeah, back yeah. together. So I feel like that's gonna be with Boba Fett where he's like, Okay, Mando, you figure it out our our connection thing I owe you is done. I got you the child, yeah. we good but my task now is to help the clones or free the clones or destroy the clones because you know, cloning is bad.
1: I love a mm-hmm. leftist socialist liberation <laughs> agenda. Free them all. Yeah,
3: and then he dies. And- yeah, at the end.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, so yourself, how dies. dare you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anything about like, liberating uh, a bunch of people who are under the rule of someone else, like mm, mm,
0: mm, mm, And Marina, maybe they they are more comfortable being under the subjugation. Is this not more comfortable? Is not this not the better way, as Loki would say, to be uh, in the rule? Oh, yeah! I'm making, I realize I'm making the argument that they want to be in cages. No one wants to be in cages. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying I'm the like, clones. Eric, uh, a lot helping. of clone troopers liked liked their life, you know, until uh, Order 66 made them all crazy.
1: But you mm. know what? Uh, this is like this is like going deep. But uh, I think it's either play. I think it's Plato's Plato or Socrates. It's about the, the story of the cave. Somebody in yeah, the yeah, yeah, Plato's
0: allegory of the cave, and then Socrates was his student. Or yeah. Teacher, so student. do you
1: want to? I don't know. Literally, I have a master's degree in rhetoric, and I'm supposed to know that, and I don't remember. But do you want to live in the cave, or do you want to realize that there's a world outside the cave and go out? And you know, I could. Some people, when they hear that story, they want to stay in the cave.
0: That's right. It's Cypher in the Matrix, right? That yes. delicious piece of Le Mignon. Ignorance is yeah. bliss, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Who knows?
1: He's giving them a choice, and I yeah. like that he gets his own path. He gets his own yeah. story.
2: Yeah, they can't afford to hit Morrison for any longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That's great. I'm giving you an additional rogi. Um, Eric, what say you?
0: Oh, okay. Um, well, first off, uh, Matt, how dare you? Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and and yeah. also, oh, second off, Laura, how dare you? Uh, <laughs> Marina, also, how dare you, Marina, uh, for bringing politics into this uh, second Are half you, of the show that no Have you watches. ever met okay. me? Have you ever seen
3: Star Wars too?
0: <laughs> no, no. I'm just really good at guessing what these things are about. Yeah,
1: oddly will he never has.
0: Never. Like never. So here's my theory for Boba Fett. I think uh, in the short term, maybe in season three, Boba Fett is going to help Bo-Katan liberate Mandalore. That seems like uh, an alliance that makes sense. They both have a mutual interest to liberate that planet. However, I don't think the alliance will last. Mm. Boba Fett is too much of a loner. Bo-Katan is probably too stubborn. She's gonna want to rule Mandalore the way she thinks as the heiress she should. But Bavette's gonna be like Pfft what are you talking about? Uh, like they come from different clans, right? And if you go to this Django Fett comic that they referenced in this recent episode, uh, the death watch, which is who uh, Bo-Katan was originally with hunted down the clan that Django Fett was brought up in. They uh, called themselves the true Mandalorians. They were on Concord Dawn. The death watch is from Concordia from the Mandalorian civil war. They fled to the moon of Concordia. Concord Dawn is another planet in the Mandalore system. And they chased down Jaster Uh, who was Jango Fett's mentor. You know, you could imagine Boba Fett still kind of having a sore spot about that history. And I think those, that old history, the fact that it was brought up in this episode, I think is going to be a wedge point between them. And I think going forward, it's far more interesting to have conflict rather than these characters just live in peace in their system after they liberate the planet, right? It's, I hope they go the Game of Thrones model of like, yes, we helped each other sack the capital, but... Now that we are co-owning it, what are now the new rivalries and new conflicts between us? Uh, so right. I would love to see uh, kind of a new clan of Mandalorians form under Boba Fett's leadership that is kind of in this Cold War with oh. bo going forward. Oh, wow. That's it creates it. kind mm-hmm. of a conflict between them. And then yeah. it uh, builds up to be a Battle of the Bows, a Bobo, of uh, the <laughs> Bo-Katan, Boba yeah. Fett. And uh, yeah, we see those two fight in season four or something yeah. like
3: that. And then for peace, bo- Roba Fett dies to bring
0: peace, bridge the gap. Hey, hey, die, die, die no, That's no.
2: no, no, always, always,
0: always. Uh, third off? How dare you? Uh, no, Eric,
2: how dare you how dare... use yeah. that? How dare you?
0: We're gonna, how dare you, viewer? How dare you? How yeah. dare you watch this second half of the episode? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Eric, I like that because you're giving a long-term direction for the show, and I mm-hmm. mean like long-term. Like Warren Clans is like, okay, we're invested in both of them, and we need yeah. to see how both of them turn out. Um, so you're not just being like, okay, season two. It's like, okay, this is how we make this show last because there's no way Disney Plus is giving it up because it's such a success. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. this gives it some legs and, and a direction to go. Um, so I'm giving legs a- for days. And legs for days, uh, an additional uh, roggy. Yes. yes! Okay, uh, Matt is still in the lead with Whoa. four. Eric, you have three. Laura, you have three. So it's anyone's game. Uh, and we are about to, to decide the winner because anybody can switch rankings with our round of rogue questions. Right. So here we go. Question number one. Alfred Molina, Alfred Molina is coming back as Dr. Octopus in Spider-Man 3, with some sources saying Kirsten Dunst and Andrew Garfield are also returning. So the question is, (laughs) what's the worst possible way they could use these characters?
0: (laughs) That's a great question.
1: This is 2020 and we're going dark side and we're going down.
0: I'll say the worst way they could use those three actors is uh, they are featured in the movie, but it's on-screen uh, archive footage from other movies. Like Ned is watching like, uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones, Lost Ark, and watching um, uh, Jumanji and yeah, watching yeah, yeah, Hacksaw yeah. Ridge. And then they just appear on screen for just a second, but yeah. they still get paid for that.
1: That's great. I'm putting a rogue in your pile there. It goes boop. Yes.
3: Um, for me, I think the worst way they can do it is like they try to do this weird clone conspiracy saga like they do in the comics, but like instead of actually making clones of the people inside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's like it's like slightly different clones that didn't quite work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, is oh, it like we got.
2: Knockoff? They said yeah, the worst exactly. way, Matt. They said the worst way.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> so they're kind of gooey? What yeah, they're kind of gooey. That, like... Yeah, they don't function totally. I would laugh people... eyeball pops out
2: on
1: Hollywood Boulevard who are in the costumes but like they're not quite the real costumes
0: yeah Yeah. smelly joker
2: (laughs) okay so I think the worst way to use them we make all these announcements about using um Andrew Garfield Kristen Dunst and Alfred Molina and this is how they're gonna use them oh it's Alfred Molina oh it's Kristen Dunst (laughs) oh it's Andrew Garfield and that's it <laughs> that's they the just worst way. A coffee and then leave <laughs> yeah it's just like a flash it's like oh alpha Molina looks up like oh what was that and then that's but it What if they? we're anticipating they just, like, so much what? we're like we're just like, like saying like hmm and that's it <laughs>
1: they been like they come in and they order a coffee and then to camera they're like
3: <laughs> yeah they, yeah
1: and then they leave hmm Sips a coffee. (laughs) If someone has a dream about all three of them and then wakes up,
3: oh my gosh, yeah. Oh
1: my god, okay. There's even Um, an
3: anime like Spider Hams in there for some reason. Like, (laughs)
1: please don't do it. But that would be the worst. You know
3: what? Just do Who Framed Roger Rabbit style.
1: (laughs) Yes, but Spider Man. Um, Okay, question number two. The producers of Godzilla vs Kong are reportedly upset that their movie is going to be released on HBO Max. So the question is. How do you, can you tell that I didn't write these questions? How do you think Godzilla and King Kong feel about it? How do you think they feel about their movie being released on HBO Max? (laughs) So Godzilla and King Kong, how do they feel Mm. about the fact that their movie is gonna be released on HBO Max? That is the
2: question. I (laughs) think they're gonna be really extremely angry. Because okay. the, ex- the subscription to HBO Max is so expensive. So they're going to be ah, so yeah. angry at that because that shit's yeah, expensive. And they're going to sign with Netflix instead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they stomp their way over. Because this is so much better. They get better yeah. award seasons anyway. Yeah, I put a roguey in your pile. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
3: Um, You know what? I, I think that they're not going to be mad about it airing on a streaming platform. They've had their premieres, y'all. They've yeah, had... Yeah like 50 plus years of a premiere yeah, so i true, think yeah. they might be a little numb to that but and to their credit they might be mad about like like am i going to get those residuals because that is in their and their sag after contract after all yeah, yeah, uh yeah. so like like, like they're, they're going to be upset about like not getting those residuals yeah uh, hey unions, you know.
2: hey
3: that's right that's right that's right so mm. they got to figure that out
2: they want their paper they, yeah. They, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're monsters, monsters. <laughs> agent like <laughs> oh, cool i'm
1: upset yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: We're working on it. We're working
0: on it.
1: (laughs) I stomp.
0: I think Godzilla and King Kong Are just gonna like text each other And they don't know what HBO Max is They're like what is HBO Max It's just HBO Do I still get it and then they check it out And then they both watch The Undoing And they're like what is undoing And then they're like why did Nicole Kidman I thought she was the killer Like yeah why did they have her Cross the street at the scene of the crime If that had nothing to do with it Why did she have a helicopter At the end that was seriously the fight shot, why all the red herrings? Well, how did he know to use a dishwasher if he's 10 years old? And then it's just Somebody that. give the lawyer a golden globe. Yeah. I want
2: to be on that thread because everything you have said, I have said. Yeah, it's so good, yeah. that's a great thread.
0: That, a, movie, that show makes no sense. It's, but I
2: watched it.
1: I, I watched, watched it. the whole thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I watched, watched it two it. inches from my screen. I was like, what's
0: gonna
3: happen? Um, I am. Grant Hugh Grant's like a, he's, you know, he's so trusting usually. And now it's like, yeah. ooh, did he?
1: He got me. He yeah, got he got me. me. He yeah. got me. Who's that whole it? show
0: what? got me. There was 12 different better theories I had for that show than what it ended up <laughs> being. I won't say what it ended up being, but.
1: um, Guess what? The winner is, it was a tie, but because Matt is my personal friend, he wins!
2: <laughs> Whoa!
1: Oh, my gosh!
3: Thank you so much for not killing me for my Boba Fett statement! No,
1: you only get support. Uh, Thanks, great, man. Great, guys. Oh. Yes. And, and congratulations on your first time being on the show. So you get to win because you're my favorite. And also, suck it, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, that's it. That's it for this episode of Rogue Theory. So, thank Woo. you to our guests. Thank you to Laura. Thank you to Eric. Thank you to Matt. Uh, thank you, Marina. Ba- thank oh, you. Of course, of course. Guys, follow Eric uh, on social media. Follow Matt. Matt, what's your handle?
3: At the Matt Acevedo.
1: And Laura, what's your handle? At L. Siri Cool. Siri, cool. <laughs> yes. Follow them both. Uh, follow me at Marina Masters. And guys, do not forget to subscribe to the, the Rogue Theory podcast because you will get that before it comes out on YouTube. Stay tuned to the YouTube channel though for this and other shows. Follow us on Twitter at New Rock Stars. We are out there and we are doing it. Yeah, Ooh, we're doing it. Yay! 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 Yeah! Blue
2: Daddy, Blue Daddy, Blue Daddy, daddy. Blue daddy.
3: daddy. Look Thrawn Thrawn Thrawn. daddy, the You won't regret it. The
0: long black luxurious hair. <laughs> Waving in the wind. Yeah, God. that's right. Blue where it counts. It's, yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> no blue, needed for Thron Daddy.
2: God damn it.